right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chelas con Chavos. Uh, what's up, Miguel? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? A little yeah, bit, uh, a little bit upset at the uh, last week's result. You know, it's just uh, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week for uh, for San Diego Loyal fans. But I mean, I'm I'm happy to be back home for a little bit. Um, I'll be back home permanently next week, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, welcome back to Cali, man. You know, you've been out, so we've, we've been, uh, um, you know, you've been across the country. I've been in the west. You've been in the east. Yeah, so nice made it back home. So that's good to have you back. So we'll uh, probably um have a, a show soon. Uh, with both of us, uh, uh, actually face to face. Yeah, I know, that'd be super cool, man. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're working on that. Um, uh, before season end. Uh, but yeah, everybody. So welcome to the show. It is a Friday evening, or oh, gonna be evening. Uh, tomorrow, SD Loyal is gonna be playing against San Antonio. Uh, in San Antonio, the team's already there, of course. Uh, we're gonna be getting into a little bit of a, a discussion on that a little bit later. Uh, but uh, before we continue on the show, I wanted to see if you uh, what's up with some Chavos news. Hey man, so um, so it's been kind of slow recently, like you know, just uh, coming up towards the end of the season. Um, right now, I think the main thing for um for activity is that we're gonna be starting planning here pretty soon the um their turkey drive. So hopefully that kind of starts, you know, kind of starts uh picking up steam in October, um, maybe like towards the end of November, um. We do not have an official watch party for tomorrow. And that's something you and I were going to talk about tomorrow. I mean, actually, like a little bit later on during the show. But tomorrow, we do not have an official watch party uh, set on hand. So, um, you know, enjoy with your family. There's a lot of sporting events going on in San Diego. And I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people doing plenty of things, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a UFC tomorrow. Uh, yep. There's a lot of uh, crazy stuff going on with that. Um yeah, uh, you know Nate Diaz is fighting. It looks like he they changed the card, so he's gonna be fighting uh Tony Ferguson. Yeah, that's gonna and, be good. Uh, yeah, so they changed up the card um for that, so it's gonna be a pretty good uh a fight tonight tomorrow. Probably the farewell for uh, Nate Diaz. So a lot of people are gonna be watching that at different different places. Uh, the Dodgers are in town playing against the Padres. Uh, tonight. Yeah, and tonight, yeah, and San Diego State's uh, playing tomorrow as well uh, against Idaho State uh and so that's going to be over at uh, snapdragon so there's a, yep. quite a few events going on tomorrow so uh that's one of the reasons why uh, there wasn't specifically a, a watch party uh but we do have some promotions to you know in regards to if you do want to go somewhere you know it's going to rain probably tomorrow too the weather's going to be a little bit uh icky so yep. if you're in north county you know we'll mention that where to go and you're in east county i'll mention that where to go and you're in south bay we'll mention that where to go okay. uh but uh, we'll get into that a little bit later but uh but yeah i mean it's been a minute since we talked, and right now we're at the point of the season, you know, where every point counts, right? And ST Loyal is not really doing well at these away matches. We knew that they were going to be uh, away from Torero for quite a few matches, mm-hmm. um, and yet they played in Monterey Bay. It did not go well. Um, I did not think it was going to be an easy matchup, uh, just because um, you know Monterey Bay. They kind of they kind of seemed like to me kind of like 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 one of those like you know they're not doing that well in the standings obviously but when it comes to these West Conference teams or these California teams playing each other it's yeah. like they don't want to lose no team wants to lose and then you know Monterey Bay came out on top uh and it was a 3-1 mm-hmm. right and and man yeah I did not think we we're going to go down like that um you know we had a red card uh, and it's just not really going our way. I mean, uh, what do you think about the results? But it's just like we got to pick up points because it's starting to get dangerous, uh, dangerously close how it looked like last year for us 
where we ended up dropping down the positioning and we ended up, you know, catching the number one seed, right? And then ended up losing in San Antonio. And then, yeah. and, you know, it looks like it might happen again, but let's hope it doesn't. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's definitely, um, we could have definitely used those points, you know, especially for the away uh, matches. Um, it, it's not, it hasn't really been going our way when it comes uh, to playing these, these teams, right? Uh, you lose three to one in Monterey, which is, you know, like you said, they're not doing very good in the standings, right? But they're still in playoff contention, uh, for sure. Yeah. So they definitely have something to play for. Um, but it, as far as uh, kind of the reminders of last season, right? Um, you know, same thing. The Loyals started off pretty hot. They started going in, and then like towards the end, um, I did not have a good feeling about their momentum going into the playoffs. And I think right now, um, you know, six games left, right? You got. You got some really crucial games against some really good teams. Um, you just got to make sure that that uh, that we keep that momentum going forward. Because I mean, we we I mean, we have the magic number is one for us to make the playoffs, right? That's the magic number, right? We win a game, we're in. Uh, it would be awesome to win against San Antonio away and then clinch our playoff spot that way. Uh, but you know, the way it's going right now, it doesn't really seem. I mean, we got eight points. We're eight points behind. We got six games left. Um, some really tough teams coming up, right? We have, let's see, we have Sacramento, uh, which is going to be the last game of the season, right? They're defending U.S. Open Cup, but uh, like, well, not second place, right? Let's just say yeah. uh-huh. talk about a little bit later, right? Um, they had a very impressive run towards the end. I think they have a lot to play for. Uh, you know, you also have New Mexico, who's also playing for a playoff spot, and then Orange County. You know, they're just kind of like they've kind of fallen off the map a little bit, but I mean, still always a tough match, especially away. Yeah. Um, and then we got Phoenix Rising at home. Even though Phoenix Rising is not doing that great, I mean they're they're uh, they would Dangerous. always love, yeah they would always love to make our life even worse, right? Um, you know Las Vegas, uh, you know they're in the playoff hunt. So then there are a lot of good games coming up, man. And yeah. uh, if the loyal can't keep up any, if they can't build any kind of winning momentum going into the playoffs, I have I just I don't want to see another last year where we have to end up going somewhere else and then. Yeah lose that match and then we're out of the first you know like it, it momentum is everything i mean you know that i know that the players know that and it's mm-hmm. it's just about keeping that winning mentality going into the final stretch of the season yeah yeah there's a, a lot of things i want to hit from what you just said but uh but yeah uh first thing i think san diego needs uh not san diego uh, county just uh I, I think we need uh for the promotion of the of the club and the growth of it i think we need a home playoff match we couldn't get one last year because you know the drop off of the quality of play by loyal mm-hmm. and like you said the, the matches the next few matches we have are not going to be easy against orange county uh you know we, we're going to be playing at uh, their home again um yep. you know uh, sacramento's on, on that high that you know they you know they they got quality players you know they were in the open cup uh, final lost it uh you yep. know via spygate you know, we can talk about that later, but, uh, you know, they did a really good job there. You know, they're, they're going to be riding on a high and then knowing that they could potentially still reach the playoffs. They're going to be in a really magical season if them uh, if they come out at the end of the season, uh, reaching uh, a position for the USL playoffs and then also reaching the final for the US Open Cup. Right. And then, you yeah. know, Phoenix, we could either break their their season when we play them, really, or they could break ours, you know, so that that match is freaking pivotal every game right now is going to be pivotal and and this season's is has become a very extraordinary season 
on speaking of Orange County as well, um, you know, that might be something we can talk about uh, more in depth next time. You know, but it, they're not doing really so well with news coming out that uh, they might not be playing at their stadium next season. Mm-hmm. Um, so the match that we have against them in Orange County could could most likely be from what it look it's looking like the last match at Championship Park. Uh, yeah. Just because I know there's, a, there's some kind of c- uh, city council uh, vote, um, I believe, next week, um, yep. like September 13th or something like that. Uh, but it's not looking really well. It looks like there's kind of been some like behind the scenes discussions with the city of Irvine and, and uh, L.A. Galaxy, which is not really which is not good at all. But it's uh, not going to be good for Orange County the way it appears that it looks like they kind of already squared a deal out with the. Uh, with the LA Galaxy. So, uh, yeah, this season's uh, really interesting. What I really don't want to see is just San Diego just dropping off um, and and us not reaching the, or just not maintaining our, our uh, positioning where we get a home playoff match because I think we need it so much. I think San Diego needs it. The growth of Loyal need it. And that's something I don't want to see. Um, however, there are some rumblings, you know, and uh, that uh, Landon Donovan is going to be on, uh, I think, the Darren Smith show next week, I believe, or in a couple of days. Um, oh. and, and he's, uh, reporting or there's, there's rumblings that he's going to have a, he's going to have a special announcement, uh, which a lot of people are thinking it's going to be a, a, a signing, um, at the, at so late at the end of the season or, you know, coming down to the end of the season, uh, you know, a lot of people are kind of just wondering who it could be or what it could be. Uh, but it looks like it's, he's going to have some really big news, uh, um, coming in. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. Could it be, uh, you know, uh, what it's going to take for us to kind of push loyal to the, you know, to like the brink of maintaining, a, you know, our, our positioning for a home playoff match. I don't know. Uh, it just really depends on how the, the whole team plays. I don't think it's really one person, you know, so I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really heard much about the Leonard Ottoman showing up at the Darren Smith show. Um, uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, it could be something to do with uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what other signing we need, to be honest with you. Um, we all know our defense isn't doing that great. Um, we have a problem game with the red cards. Uh, we're kind of losing the game ourselves. But I mean, I don't know. I I think the window for the transfer window is kind of closed, right? For the signing, are they allowed to make signings this late in the season? Yeah, the word yeah. is that they can. Um, they can bring players in still. Um, so that's what the rumblings are. Um, you know, you know, we'll see what kind of what happens. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold my breath on on who's it gonna be or, or if it's even gonna be a signing. But you know, Landon says it's a very big news in regards to the team. Uh, but a lot of rumblings are on, you know, in the social media and the discords that that it's gonna potentially be a signing of somebody. Uh, but we'll see who it is. But, but either which way, you know, the, the fact of the matter is uh, I don't think one player is going to come in and just outright change it unless you're going to bring in freaking Messi or Ronaldo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that ain't going to happen. So uh, either which way, it's, it's, a, it's a team effort. And I'm just really scared right now that I'm really nervous, you know, that uh, if we don't go into San Antonio tomorrow. And speaking of that, it's going to be a very hot, humid day tomorrow in San Antonio. It's yeah. going to be in the 90s at kickoff. Um, I just have a, a fear that we're not going to play well. San Antonio is going to want to close us out. You know, they know that we we beat them at home convincingly. And uh, if we even get a tie against them and uh, we have the break, you know, uh, you know, we have the um, the potential of like uh, if we end up tying with them in points that, you know, we'll jump ahead of them in the number one seed because of that. So they're going to want to come out and win. 
but yeah, I'm just not really confident going into the match tomorrow, to be honest. Um, and and so we don't have Kyle Adams, you know. So who re- who are we going to plug in there? Uh, you know, either uh, Boxall or uh, or Riley or somebody. But I'm not really too confident with that. Uh, but that's why I'm a little bit nervous about tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's going to be um it's going to be a very tough match for sure. Uh, San Antonio is definitely going to be uh they're going to be gunning for us. Um, but like I said, I mean, if we come out of there with the win, it might be like you know just to push in the um, you know the the team the team needs to just kind of you know like uh to just kind of get over that hump right um and i've kind of noticed like this the san diego loyal team is one of those uh they they really tend to play down to the level of their opponent or they yeah. play up to the level of their opponent um it's giving me a lot of mexico vibes and <laughs> and honestly that's actually really good and at the same time very scary yeah. because if we do come up say we do come up with the second or third seed um we are going to have a home you know, a home game, and if we play against a team that we know we can beat, there's a there's probably quite the possibility where we're going to start playing down to our opponents. Um, I mean, it could it could always be like, I don't know, I don't want to compare this this to any kind of fear that I have, but uh, I think tomorrow's actually going to be a really good test, and um, I think actually, so at a step, it looks like Landon Donovan is a he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for the National Soccer Hall of Fame, so that's congratulations to him. Um, yeah, it's actually you know super well deserved. I'm actually surprised it's it's taken this long, but maybe uh you know yeah. maybe there's a whole amount of years you have to be retired in order to be able to be, yeah. go anywhere. Um, so I know he was in the Darren Smith show. Yeah, that's saying yesterday. So, but yeah, I mean I'm curious to see you know how how the team responds and then maybe see how like what kind of changes you know are being made towards the end of the you know towards the end of the season. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, let's dive into the the a little bit of the technicalities of what can possibly happen here. But uh, right now we are in second place with fifty two points. Uh, San Antonio's with sixty. Number one uh, mm-hmm. position there. Uh, Colorado Springs is at fifty one. So they're nipping at our heels. Um, Sacramento Republic has uh, forty three points, but ha- they have a game in hand as well as San Antonio. And that's what again, what I'm saying. It's kind of fearful that we if we don't come out of san antonio with at least a point that it's going to start getting really difficult for us because of all the matches how we just mentioned against uh uh who we have here i think in the top seven you know we have to play las vegas lights so at number seven we have to play new mexico at number five uh we have to play sacramento sacramento republic at number four um then we still got match against phoenix at the bottom of the table orange county so, you know, we have a lot of difficult matchups and we, we need to have a really good result tomorrow. Um, so it's it's just one of those things where, you know, I'm, you know, biting my nails just because, uh, you know, what we just said about last year, how we just dropped off. And I, and I really strongly believe that if we would have maintained our positioning yesterday, because Orange County jumped us and took our positioning last year and mm-hmm. then went ahead and won the USL championship. So I strongly feel like if we would have maintained our positioning last year, I think that could have been us. Um, and that's why I really don't want uh, – or I really just, you know, really hope that uh, Loyal just maintained that focus and and, and uh, Landon Donovan gets them all, you know, ready to go uh, tomorrow and just go out just like – every match pretty much is going to be a playoff match. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, you're right, man. I think it's like um, the way the, the way this is kind of set up for the USL playoffs is uh, – the number one seed get the bye, and then two, three, and four get the home game. Um, the way we're standing right now, we would play Las Vegas Lights, but you know, there's still 
that that could change dramatically, right? Because El Paso Locomotive, they've played 30 games and they're sitting at 40 points. That means LA Galaxy 2, you know, Monterey Bay is still in it, the RGV Toros, Oakland Roots. I think actually even Orange County is still technically in it. Um, yeah. So that bot, the, 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 the bottom four, five, the, the five, six, seven, um, that could change like at any moment, yeah. you know? And uh, exactly. it, it, again, it's all just going to depend on, you know, how the rest of the season kind of plays out. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't want to see <laughs> LA Galaxy. I, I do not want to see them in the playoffs. Hell um, no. <laughs> that, that, is, that would be my biggest fear. Um, just because they they always get the best of us, and I don't know what it is about that team. I don't know if it's just they always get the best of us every single time, especially here at home. Um, and yeah. that that would be out of I think out of every single team that's remaining, LA Galaxy Two is the one team that I do not want to see us play in San Diego. Oh man, that that would suck so bad if we get them and we lose against them. Let's not even go there. But oh man, that'd be that'd be <laughs> that'd be horrible um but en- enough about all these ifs ands and buts so uh, let's get into the prediction real quick and i want to get into the watch parties or where are people able to go um yep. oh man i uh jesus um this is a tough one for me because i really don't think like after the monterey bay uh match i'm not really confident you know but i mean it's this that's kind of just how football goes right no mm-hmm. football soccer, you play bad one. How we just said we play up to our competition. Um, we, we could have an awesome game. We've beat them before, you know, but uh, I don't think we're going to come out of there with a the win. So I'm going to say we're going to get a, a tie. I'm going to say 2 2. Uh, geez. <clears throat> I mean, okay, look, uh, I, I think we could beat them. I think we could beat them in San Antonio. Um, they do have a really good home record. Um, I think we could pull off a one-zero win. Good. I, I really yeah, think we. Do. I, I really think we can. Let's let's hope so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So those are our predictions, everybody. Uh, neither one of us predicted a loss, but it's it's you know where we you know they could win, they could tie, they could lose, but um, we're, uh, we're just hoping. Yeah, we're optimistic that we at least we come out of there with a yeah. the point because even if we come out of there with a draw, that's going to benefit loyal in the in the long run. You know, yeah. we're gonna just at least just start, you know, just start adding more of those points. So one point here, a win out those two wins that we're gonna have at home, if we can get those, um, you know, and just start kind of just growing uh that you know that lead, you know, uh, uh as long as we can maintain the top three, you know, I think we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But we, we really want to stay in that top two, you know. Um, all right, yeah. So uh news tomorrow again. The weather's um obviously gonna impact, I'm sure, a lot of uh supporters of loyal where they're gonna go tomorrow uh to watch the match um for an away day match. Um the good news or the big news uh for all the North County folk, you know, there's not really too many uh watch parties that have been promoted for North County, but the one uh loyal is promoting for tomorrow is over at Churchill's and I believe in Sac- or San Marcos. San Marcos, yes. Um so it looks like a really cool spot. Um, I'm hearing there's a pretty big uh, expat uh, English community around that area too. So I know that there's a video that came out that Loyal put put out that uh, the owners uh, really trying to uh, get the uh, community up there in that area to to follow Loyal. So that's going to be really cool to see and hopefully it's a good turnout up there. I know there's a lot of uh, you know uh, uh, locals and 
uh, that have, uh, uh, you know, residency up there in uh, North County. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a pretty good turnout. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, our our podcast, you know, brought to you by Que uh, Burros and, and also uh, a new spot that I want to talk about shortly. But uh, also whoever's in South Bay, Que um, Burros is always going to be there. Um, so whoever's in South Bay that uh, doesn't want to drive far, that's, uh, you know, the rain, the weather. Uh, again, there's a lot of events going on tomorrow, UFC, uh, baseball, um, you know, uh, the loyal match is at 530. So, I, you know, there's going to be potential of people leaving uh, after the loyal match and going to see either the UFC or the baseball game. So, um, but Que Uros is obviously going to have their, uh, it's not official, uh, nothing from Chavos at the moment, but uh, they always have their doors open uh, for uh, Chavos and, and local supporters to go watch uh, uh, loyal play on their TVs there. Uh, so again, Que Burros in National City, that's always going to be there. Uh, and also a new spot uh, over in East County. So we have a North County spot, a South Bay spot, and the East County spot uh, that I want to mention uh, called Dino's Pub. Uh, Dino's Pub in La Mesa. It's over on Baltimore Drive, uh, just literally about on the corner away from uh, the Costco uh, over there in La Mesa. Um, I uh, was able to meet the bar manager there. Uh, very cool person. Uh, she's basically uh, letting us know that she is all in for loyal, uh, even Dino as well, the owner. Uh, that they're they're showing uh, uh, Premier League, uh, Champions League, uh, going to be showing World Cup games. But it's a very nice establishment, a very wide uh, or open space rather. Um, very, uh, uh, you know, there it's it's pretty good sized place or for big groups, and they have a uh, big screen TVs, they have a pool table, uh, drink specials. Uh, if you go in, you know, saying that either, uh, you know, Chelas uh, Conchavos um, or you're a loyal supporter that you can go in there and get some discounts uh, just for going in there. So if you're in East County tomorrow, go check out Dino's Pub. Um, it is a 21 and up establishment. Um, so if you have children, uh, you might want to check out either Que Burros or our, I'm not sure if Churchill's is 21 up, but it's a bar and grill. So I think they will allow um, kids up there. Uh, but yeah, I want to just uh, promote that uh, Dino's Pub, Kewuros um, in South Bay, and and Churchill's in North County. So wherever you are in San Diego County, you have a place to go tomorrow. Yep, and also a Bottle Rocket uh, for the locals that they've been promoting too. Uh, Bottle yes. Rocket down in downtown San Diego, uh, where the old Monkey Paw used to be. It's literally right off uh, the eight. Um, or, I'm sorry, the ninety four. Yeah, going into downtown San Diego. The second you get into downtown San Diego. It's the first bar on the right, and that's Bottle Rocket. So uh, I know the locals have something going on over there too. Yeah, it looks cool there too. Uh, you know, they they have uh, they have food, and they also are uh, permitting uh, uh, children. So yep. uh, I think until uh, I believe it was eight or nine o'clock, but the the match is going to be over by then. You know, so it's uh, the the match Pacific time is five thirty, so it'll be over by seven thirty. And again, after that, people can go. Either go watch the the baseball game or go watch uh, UFC, um, but uh, uh, but yeah, you know. So there's quite a few places tomorrow. Again, uh, I know that again I uh, mentioned that the weather might kind of impact a lot of people's plans. Might not want to drive in the weather, or they might want to go. Um, <laughs> we'll get into Snapdragon right now, but they, but they might want to go and and suffer in the rain. Probably a big drastic weather change from the first uh, you know game the SCSU had. But if you want to yeah. go. Um, you know, the people are going to want to go uh, watch SCSU play Idaho State uh, at Snapdragon. You know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some people that want to go do that. Um, but, yeah, well, so speaking of that, um, 
Snapdragon, man. Uh, let, let's talk. Let's get real with this, man. Let's get real because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, oh man, not gonna say it, man. There's a, uh, you know what? This might be a, a topic for another time, you know. But and I kind of want to get into it a little bit now. But there's one thing I noticed is that there's a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of def- uh, people getting really defensive. You know about uh, about Snapdragon about either it's a good place or not. A, a lot of people from SCSU, of course, or her. Yeah, I'm a San Diego State alumni, so I think yeah. if, if anybody can can critique SCSU is me. You know because I used to go there. I want the best for that school. But again, I just don't like I I don't like how it ha- what happened with Soccer City, but I'm over it. I'm over that really. Uh, but, uh, and I want the best for that stadium. You went, you actually went to the stadium. So you, you already commented on that last time. Yeah. And I really do. I really do want the best for it. Uh, but I, but I just feel like, uh, I think, uh, man, San Diego just, I just feel like San Diego, we just be getting, you know, hung around like a, like, like a, you know, like a hungry dog, you know, yeah. and things just don't go our way. The, the big news is too, that about the midway. Uh, the movie Rising. I'm not sure if you heard, um, or everyone's heard that uh, that there's some some litigation issues that uh, Midway Rising's going through, or some uh, defaults, or some financial stuff that they didn't disclose uh, to the city. You know, so there's a couple things there. I think they, they're they're in, involved in like litigation. You know, pretty much a lawsuit that they're getting sued for for non-payments for defaults. Uh, I think some tax issues as well. Um, so that could actually affect the midway rising situation because city council is going to vote on that in a couple of days. Yeah. I think, I think this coming week. So it actually, the news probably for good news for midway plus is actually, it's probably came out at the right time because I was already canceling out midway plus. So now that this news came out, it's actually probably a good thing for midway plus, but I'm kind of just over just talking about uh, the midway area right now because it's, it's going, it's going like left. It's going right. It's going up. It's going down. You don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, so I'm kind of just over it, but that's kind of good news for it's like a lifeline for uh, the Midway Plus, um, you know, whole uh, bid. Um, we'll see what happens there next week. But th- going back to Snapdragon, you know, uh, I just feel like uh, I think the you know a lot of complaints, man. I just just look it up. You know, a lot of fans of SDSU are p- complaining really hardcore about the first game. I was uh, basically a, a hellhole. Um, so many things went wrong. Uh, the trash system or the, the trash pickup was uh, was not well. And obviously it's understood because everybody was hanging out at the concourse area, I'm assuming, because of the shade, that was a little yeah. shade that it does have. Everyone was hanging out in one area, which caused all the, tra- the trash to kind of mount up. You know, the payment system went down. Everyone was, uh, you know, it was 100 degrees and there was uh, firefighters uh, trying to, you know, save people from heat exhaustion, if not heat strokes. Um, you know, some of the employees were giving free water out just because, you know, they're seeing the, the difficulty that was going on with the climate. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but that's one thing we've, a lot of people have been saying online is that, you know, why was there never a canopy? We, we talked about it before in the past. You know, we liked, remember, we talked about it, how we went to Dignity Health, you know, for the match, the Open Cup match against Galaxy and how we love the canopy. Not necessarily just because it's covering the seats or it's protecting our skin, which is a plus, but just because it it it, uh, it holds in the sound and makes just everything just a lot more just like a more of an atmosphere, you know. So, yeah. so but but you know, I want to see what your opinions were on the whole SCSU uh, Snapdragon situation. 
honestly, I think uh, I think San Diego State kind of they jumped the gun a little bit when it came to like um it, they they knew ahead of time there was gonna be a heat wave. They had plenty, plenty of time to plan. They could have just moved the game over a few hours into the evening when the sun wasn't so hot. Um, I think it was a little irresponsible of them to not think of that. Um, but when they when they came out, they they kind of came out with their own statement saying that you know not every game is going to be in the day. A majority, if not yeah. a, a vast majority of games that are going to be played at Snapdragon is going to be in the evening. So. So a canopy for them didn't really make much sense. And also that I think it added like an extra hundred million dollars or fifty million dollars to the cost or something like that. I don't know. I, I some some ridiculous number like that, which it doesn't really seem like it should cost that much, you know, given that there are a lot of other stadiums that yeah. were built way cheaper and have yep. covered. So exactly. I don't know what, I don't know who the hell they like they, they went through and you know to get their stuff, but um Bank of California Stadium costs significantly less than a Snapdragon, and they have a cover. So it's just yeah. like, like what the hell? What are you like? What are you talking about, man? But yeah, um, again, you know, it's a it's a San Diego State problem for uh, for the future. Again, I do agree that not every game is going to be 105 degrees, you know, or like even 100 right. degrees. Um, but I do think they should have. Uh, I don't know, man. Like you start seeing the, you start seeing all the memes online, right? You know, San Diego State announces a sellout, and there's only a hundred people in the stands because everybody's in the shade. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, if they wanted to debut their stadium, that was a very bad way of doing it. And yeah, uh, yeah man, I think I think they messed up. They messed up big time. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be in the long run. It's gonna be it's still gonna be a good stadium. Um, but they should really start looking into maybe adding that expanded canopy later on in the future, or at least something retractable, right? It doesn't have to be permanent. I mean, you can freaking get canopies for, for pretty freaking cheap. I mean, in my yeah. opinion, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, you know, you don't want to go to Home Depot and cover the whole freaking stadium, right? But yeah, but I'm sure there's some some sort of temporary uh, solution they can come up with. But I don't know. I'm still looking forward to the, you know, to be going able to go to Snapdragon. Um, I it's not gonna be for the. Uh, the wave game for myself but i mean at some point i will be going to to a game over there for sure yeah yeah definitely uh, again uh, we're not hating on on snapdragon at all like that you know we're you know we we're gonna go you know you know both of us live here in san diego obviously you want to go check it out you already went you know i want to go i'm planning on going to that uh wave match on friday i think it's on the 30th um but but yes yeah, so scsu's um are claiming that they couldn't move the, the game time because it was on CBS, you know, uh, scheduling. Cause you know, it was pretty much national televised. I don't know how much to believe that. Um, you gotta, put the, safety, you gotta put the safety of people over yeah. freaking nationally televised game, especially yeah. the safety of the players too. I mean, exactly. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know if you've ever played. I mean, I played like maybe one season of football in high school, but it's not a whole lot. I'm not saying I'm a pro or anything. But I do remember it was hot under those pads, man. It was hot yeah. as hell. And uh, imagine doing that in 100 degree heat. No way, man. They should have just. And then on top of that, their home, their home jerseys. I mean, pretty much their entire home uniform is black and white. Yeah. It's just like, like yeah, no, they, they should have done that for the safety of the, of the, uh, of the students as well as the safety of the fans. But I mean, yeah. that just goes to show you, man. They're just, they're just, uh, they're putting their. Uh, 
their profits over, you know, over, over people. And I don't think that's the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So again, a lot of people are getting really defensive about this. Uh, and I'm hearing a lot of just hatred against the soccer community, you know, compared to like the college football community. And then there's like the NFL, you know, uh, you know, lovers that are still dreaming that the NFL is going to come back. And they're saying, you know, what a, what a, you know, poor excuse of a stadium. How are you ever going to get an NFL back with that poor excuse of a stadium? And then the college, you know, football CSU lovers are defending it with the, with the hard, with, you know, you know, pretty much hardcore uh, responses, you know, defending it. And obviously people in the soccer community are have their opinions against it. And everyone's kind of just going at each other. Right. Which, which I, I think it's pretty sad, but, uh, but again, I, I wish it the best out of, you know, they're going to be playing against tomorrow. Like they went one week where it's extreme heat. Now tomorrow is going to be raining. And, and, you know, how many people are going to actually going to fill those stands? Um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people are not going to want to probably show up because of the weather. They're not allowing umbrellas uh, tomorrow. Um, they are allowing, uh, what is it called? Rain, like those, those raincoats, uh, things of that sort. Uh, but they're not allowing umbrellas. Uh, you can bring water. But, I mean, what's the kind of point you're going to be? You can just open your mouth. And then just drink some water, <laughs> like. But it's gonna it's gonna be raining. Uh, but I mean, I don't see it having a pulling a good crowd tomorrow. Uh, but again, you know, I, I wish that I do wish the stadium the best, and I just I just hope they can fix these issues because I'm gonna be going there too. I'm gonna be planning on going with my kids, and I don't want to be encountering any 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 BS. You know, I know the the parking situation was another matter that a lot of people were complaining about. How long it took to get into the stadium? Yeah, the price of the parking. Uh, they took like an hour and something to get into the stadium and things of that sort. So I hope I hope all that gets fixed tomorrow. I hope that they hope to learn from what happened last week. I hope on the uh, the match uh, that Wave is going to have there against Angel City is going to be a sellout. And, and I hope uh, uh, you know it's going to be warm weather still. They're going to have uh, probably a lot more people there than they were at the SDSU's match. The whole match, not just the beginning of it, where people just left later on because it was so hot. It's going to be pretty much a consistent you know, two hours, over two hours of people in the stands watching it. So I hope all the logistics gets all figured out. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we were hoping for the best and I'm going to be there and I want to, I want to make a, uh, you know, we'll come on the pod and, and, and I want to discuss, you know, you have your, you know, you witnessed it already. You were there and I, I want to come on too and kind of talk about my experience there too. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. So did you get a chance to watch the, uh, the U S open cup game? I did. I made an effort uh, to definitely watch that. Um, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was on ESPN Plus. However, the commenting was really good. The camera, uh, pretty much, uh, quality was excellent. It looked like you were watching almost like a premier, uh, premier League, you know, game or if yeah. not, like top quality MLS match. It did. Uh, I was kind of upset that uh, it was only available on ESPN Plus. Yeah, it's. I mean, come on, man! It's the oldest soccer tournament in North America. Like, why can you just not for one day put it on ESPN, even ESPN two, yeah, like or ESPN News, anything, anything? But why put it behind a paywall? Yeah. It's like you just, you yeah. just, uh, it, it's, it, it should be. This is, this is our, uh, this is our FA Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, why are we? I don't know. Why are we not promoting this, especially if it's a USL team versus an MLS team? Like, yeah. I don't know if it was just like an MLS thing that's like, oh, you know what? We don't want to, you know, we don't want to show a potential loss to USL team, you know, because yeah. ESPN does have a contract with the MLS. Um, but the fact that it was on a, just on an app base, that really upset me. 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you got you got a team like Sacramento Republic who pretty much just like you know Cinderella story going all the way through, and then um, and then Orlando City, you know, like spying on their team like, mm-hmm. during their training. It's just like why, like why isn't this in the national stage? Why is this only behind you know the yes. paywall that you know that ESPN Plus? You know, so that I was really upset. But um, <clears throat> as far as the game goes itself. Sacramento put up a, a very, a very, very good effort. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, they just kind of fell behind towards the end. And uh, there was nothing really they could do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, what, like 75 minutes of pure quality, just, you know, uh, both teams going at each other. There's uh, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, just just really defensive quality plays where, you know, I'm surprised the referee didn't red card nobody. There's a lot of plays where I think that he could have busted out yellows, like more, you know, more than a couple occasions. But he tried to let the play go, uh, which I think is awesome because if he would, if it would have been ugly, where there been yellows getting here and there, and then red cards, and then it just would have just made a really mess of the whole uh, final. Um, but I think it, you know, Orlando has a beautiful stadium. You know, again, I just get jealous of watching these these stadiums that look so beautiful. And uh, I know, you know, again, you know, we have Snapdragon; it's a new stadium too. And uh, I had to go there and kind of witness it myself to kind of, you know, kind of see how it goes. But, uh, uh, you know, that's why I'm really, you know, really, uh, um, you know, I can't wait for pretty much the Waves game. You know, it's going to be a sellout. I want to see how the whole ambiance. I'm going to have to record it. Cause I'm going to be over at Torero, but I want to see how it looks like there. And that's going to kind of like, you know, oh, wow, it looks amazing. You know, but Orlando has a beautiful stadium. Um, the supporters are obviously came out in full force. Um, Sacramento had a bunch of supporters there, so it was a good atmosphere. You know how, but like how you said, you know, I, you know, I don't know why what the, what this thing is about soccer that uh, that we're still not getting the love, you know, that I think that we deserve. You know, like having the match played on ESPN Plus, um, you know, and you know it should have been nationally televised. You know, like on you know like ESPN two, you know, Even ESPN News or whatever. I don't know if it was on the Spanish channel. I don't know, but it should have been on ABC too. I mean. There's really not a whole lot going on ABC, especially you know during the middle of the week, right? Like exactly going on there, man. Like who yeah. cares? And Americans love. It doesn't matter what sport you love. Americans love the underdog story. You know, yeah. they could have talked about Sacramento and kind of did a whole pregame, you know, kind of like uh, you know documentary, a docu series on on uh, Sacramento coming up and going to you know knocking out several MLS clubs and Orlando, you know their history and it gets people interested on either either side either they get interested in orlando even though they're not from florida or orlando they kind of oh i like orlando what they've been doing or they're going to get into sacramento republic and then be oh wow i like what they're doing how they beat this mls club what's going on with mls and, and usl and pro rail and you know it'll get people interested you know but they ended up keeping it on espn plus which was i was pretty shocked but but again uh the quality was good i think the refereeing was relatively well uh, the ambiance was awesome. I mean, you know, it, it was it was a really awesome match, you know, to watch. Yeah, I think also another thing that kind of uh, just to kind of go back on um the missed opportunity is that, you know, the the only the hardcore American soccer fan knows what the U.S. Open Cup is. This could have been a great way for you for the U.S. Soccer Federation to promote and to kind of educate the newer soccer fan on what the Open Cup is. Right, like the history behind it, um, which yeah. teams that won in the past, you know, it was the amateur teams that used to win. You know, it's been dominated by MLS in the past few years, and the only team that ever won was the Charlotte Battery, 
out of the USL during the MLS dominance. And, uh, you know, stuff like that is something that, that I think the, the, the newer soccer fan would appreciate, you know, the fact that they could be like, Hey, here's this over hundred year tournament, man, that you probably never yeah. knew we had, but you know, we have it now. And this team right here from, you know, currently sits in fifth place or sixth place in the Western division of the second division of, you know, us soccer pyramid is playing against a MLS team that is probably not doing too great either. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know where Orlando's yeah. uh, standings are, but uh, I think it was a missed opportunity for, for us yeah. soccer federation to, to educate the, the newer fan base that they're kind of building on. Yeah. Yeah, and our and our uh, ex player uh, Douglas Martinez Jr. was playing, so it was good to see him. You know, yeah. someone that uh, a lot of us got to meet. A lot of us that uh, were, you know, were able to, you know, pretty much uh, uh, see play here okay. at Loyal, and 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 yeah, so uh, it was good to see him out there. And the and again, the a lot of people were commenting that the difference of 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 skills was not too great. Uh, I just no. think at the end, you know, I think it was a couple of errors. You know that defensive error Sacramento had it was, but it wasn't really like you know Orlando didn't go in there and just whoop on on Sacramento. You know yeah. it, it was a pretty pretty uh, solid match for seventy five minutes. But then a defensive error called a slip up, and then mm -hmm. you know you, you know if you've played soccer, you know that once once you you go one goal down, you know you're you start kind of opening yourself up. You know, yeah, you start, I hope that's high, especially during the final. I mean. That's what happens in every soccer game. You're down now, and now you can't just sit back anymore. Now you got to go look for the game, and then that's where kind of more errors happen. You open yourself more, and that's just basically what happened with uh, Sacramento. But I, I give them kudos for for their play. Uh, you know, it, it quality. I mean, USL is really. I'm just really proud of USL. There, there's a lot of quality players in USL, and and there's gonna be more coming in. Um, and, and, you know, I like, saw so, but I mean, I think it was great, but it's, again, it was a missed opportunity, how you said, uh, it could have been done better, um, in regards to promotion of it. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, shows now you see on TV, like welcome to Wrexham yeah. um, you know, and Sunderland, you know, till I die on, 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 uh, uh, you know, they could stream, uh, you know, so they could have, you know, like I said, you could have done, they could have, they could have been like a little docu-series of, uh, Sacramento, um, and then the the millionaire club, right? Orlando, and then like the, you know, the not millionaire club, you know, Sacramento, and then the whole story with Sacramento and MLS, you know, making kind of like a, kind of like that battle of like the, yeah. the game, like the David versus Goliath, and he could have been a lot more, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it was it was actually kind of nice to see the, um, you know, the, the the support that some of the um, some of the fan bases of those teams that went from USL to MLS, you know, like. Like they're, you know, everybody's saying like, oh, Sacramento deserves an MLS team. And, you know, you got people like in Portland and Cincinnati and like all these areas are like, you know what? Just it's probably better off you sticking to USL, man, because MLS yeah. only they got one thing in mind and one thing only and that's to make money. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying on, on social media, like, hey, I hope you guys will see you guys. Orlando, they're like saying, I hope you see you guys in the MLS Cup or whatever. And then a yeah. lot of people in Sacramento or a lot of people are commenting too. No, you guys don't want to go to MLS and stay in USL. No. You guys are great. Build a brand in USL, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Actually, yeah. Speaking of that, man, I do want to maybe we could do a show uh, later on, talk about the, the, the Wrexham, you know, and the, all these other shows that are coming out, man. Cause I've been actually watching Wrexham. Uh, this is Wrexham for 
for the past few weeks, man. It's actually really good, dude. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm watching. Uh, I didn't. I watched. Uh, I think this was it. The uh, episode five yesterday. Yesterday, I have to watch episode six. I think there's only two episodes left. But um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I'm also watching a uh, Sunderland till I die. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, so I'm watching that as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, I think uh, MLS and I, you know, could have done a little bit something like that, you know, with the Open Cup, you know. But yeah. anyways, um, yeah. So what other topics, man? Hey, so you know, this is a interesting little topic. I I want to see what your input is on this. But um, big news, obviously, in England that Queen Elizabeth the the, the second uh, passed away yesterday. Um, you know, you're in you're into uh, Premier League. I'm into Premier League. Um, you know, we're, uh, you know, uh, Latino, Americano, you know, uh, um, you know, background, you know, uh, obviously, um, you know, and, uh, you know, we have, uh, some, uh, cultural, um, uh, uh, you know, background of, uh, Latin American stuff like that, but, you know, we're obviously a hardcore, you know, American here. Uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, I wanted to see your input on this because a lot of, uh, British, uh, citizens or, or you know a lot of people are, are kind of on different ropes on this and uh, i'm not really one to comment on it but uh but there's a lot of um people in england who are obviously all up on the all about the monarchy that they're all upset you know because you heard that uh epl or the premier league is going to be taking a 10-day uh recess you know to mourn you know yeah. for the the loss of queen elizabeth and a lot of people like blue collar english folk you know, like us, you know, we're blue collar Americans here. They're yeah. not happy about it because a lot of those people, a lot of people work at the stadiums. A lot of people paid for the tickets. A lot of people were going to go to the hotels. And, and now that there's going to be money lost, the economy is going to take a little bit of a hit. You know, people are work, but yet they have to go to work. They're not going to get paid just because the queen uh, passed away. And it's now it's affecting their lives. And a lot of them are upset because of the kind of the whole COVID thing which impacted the club. So now there's not going to be a revenue stream for a couple of weeks for the clubs, for the people they are going to have to work. And a lot of, and a lot for the, for, for a lot of these English uh, citizens or English, um, you know, uh, fans and whatnot, like it's their life, you know? So it's like, they, it really affects them. Um, and, uh, but I just wanted, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because, you know, again, over there's a lot of blue collar folk, that are not all about the monarchy who are really upset about it. And then there's obviously those who are all about the monarchy and are really upset about it and saying it's, it's, it's the right thing. Um, but my opinion is, you know, maybe, you know, it would have been the right thing to do a hundred years ago, you know, when it, things, you know, right now, everybody needs to work every day. Everyone needs to get that, that dollar and that, or that pound, you know, the English pound or whatever. But uh, the reason why I bring this up is because like, you know, I have, you know, my family's from Latin America um, you know, you have ancestry there as well, you know, but I got family that, you know, that came from South America and uh, Mexico too, and in pretty much almost every Latin American country where uh, in Colombia, I'm not sure if there was actually an actual president that was, you know, that's the ruler of the country, right? Kind of like, you know, Queen Elizabeth's not really making the political uh, decisions for the most part, right? But I mean, she's, spearhead. you know, yeah, she's spearhead, so. a spearheader, right? But mm -hmm. I don't recall, I and mean, you, you can comment on Mexico. I, I kind of looked it up, but I don't think I actually saw one. But I don't think officially there's been a assassinated Mexican president or uh, or Colombian president. Uh, but the thing is, there's been several presidential candidates that have been killed a lot, and in, in Mexico yeah. and in uh, you know South America. But 
but never did never did for my from my, you know I searched it never did they the whole country took a 10 day recess they never took a you know maybe a one day recess you know maybe hey you know this we're not going to play today just because of this such a big impact of what happened one day understood let everybody kind of just you know kind of gather themselves but having a 10 day recess um, you know, uh, you know, even for presidential candidates that were having killed in Latin America, I have not seen that. Um, but I mean, because I think they know that the, you know, the cycle of life has to move on, that, you know, people need to work, people can't be without working for so long. Uh, but I mean, I just want to see what your whole input was on on what's going on over there with the, with the queen, obviously, a, a big figure, you know, but it's just one of those kind of like blue collar kind of type of things where you know uh they're, they're not happy with uh we were the ones that get affected uh because of what the wealthy or the rich you know uh decide on you know so yeah. well, I, I mean I, I don't i don't know how um like uh I, I don't i don't know how big the queen is over there i don't know how big the monarchy is over there uh i mean i have a few british friends here and um and just uh you know just just people that kind of served under the you know the the flag of the the British Empire, right? Um, the Union Jack. Uh, but to to be honest, I I, I don't really mind the ten day grace period. Um, but at the same time, I do not mind if uh, you know like the sporting teams actually just be like, hey, you know what? We're just gonna have a moment of silence um, at the beginning of every game for the EPL. Uh, that I think that probably would have been respectable too. Um, I don't, I really don't understand the, I don't understand monarchies, um, especially monarchies. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, I just, I don't, I don't get why, uh, uh, especially just a figurehead, somebody that doesn't have any kind of political clout, um, that, that to me, that be, I, I, like I said, I don't want to insult any of my, like my, my British friends or anything like that, or any, um, anybody that, you know, could have, could have served, that could have served in the, you know, under, uh, under like a monarchy, like, uh, you know, for the armed forces or whatever. Um, I do see why, why they would decide to take a 10 day break. But at the same time, I, I just, uh, I also do see like, Hey, I mean, maybe you could just, uh, continue on, you know, as life, you know, and just, uh, you know, maintain that, uh, that, that moment of silence, right. You know, like use it as a celebration. I don't know how it is over like, in um, uh, like in other areas of the world, but when something were to happen, in um like say say in mexico right um they would probably just name the jornada after her or maybe just change the the season after somebody right you can probably call it a 2022 uh premier league season or the queen elizabeth season or something like that right just just do yeah. something to honor her that way but i mean i don't know that's just uh that's that's a very tough uh tough call because like you're right man some people just don't like monarchies some people support the crown over there. Some people don't support the crown over there. You know, it's like, uh, I have learned that, that England or especially the United Kingdom is very similar to America as in, you know, like they're just as divided as we are. Um, yeah. so it's just, uh, it's, it's an inter it's interesting that, you know, that people are actually arguing about that, especially when it comes to just, you know, to soccer. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, a, a queen probably the longest reigning queen uh yeah. in the history you know that really passed away i mean she survived uh a lot of u.s presidents and i'm pretty sure like you know her son looks almost just as old as she was um you know obviously she was a you know 
she was somebody you know to be celebrated but how to celebrate it i really don't i don't i don't understand like how or what the regulations are for that um but like i said i do see why there's a 10-day stoppage period but at the same time i do see like why people would be upset it's just like you know just like i said just just do the minute of silence two minutes of silence yeah um you know or dedicate a certain time for her you know whatever like the 90th minute for her or you know i don't know something it could have been something anything could have been better but at the same time everything would have been not fine with everybody you know yeah there's always there's always somebody's gonna complain yeah yeah, you know, and and so speaking of that too, uh, just what's what's going on over there in England with that uh, that you know USA plays England in the World Cup, you know, and in November, so that's going to be a very emotional, you know, game uh, for you know for for England players and England as a whole, uh, and and obviously for USA now because now USA is going to go into that match and be like, wow, there there's going to be more pressure on england you know to do good in the world cup because they're going to be like hey you know they're going to be really uh, patriotic um you know uh and they're going to really uh want to make sure that that uh, with, with the passing of queen elizabeth ii and that this year that we know what happens if they actually win it all what happens if they bring it home and they're going to there's going to be a big old thing right you know like it's coming home you know and then because you know they're going to say like you know the whole year was uh their year you know as far as uh for patriotism because you know queen elizabeth passed away and then they won the world cup and then so it's going to be really big for them over there so it's going to it's going to make i think it's going to up the game against the you know against usa england usa so i think it's going to be a very very interesting world cup yeah i, I don't think england's gonna win it personally <laughs> yeah but i mean I, I can see i can see it'd be like an extra you know an extra incentive right the, i mean the U.S. Uh, what is it? The England women's under twenty. They did win the Euros under twenty, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I can't believe the World Cup is getting so freaking close, man. I'm actually yeah, it, it would have happened already, you know. Like we would have under normal schedule, we would already had a champion by now, you know. But yeah, two months, less than two months, I believe. Yeah, two months, man. Thanksgiving week, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, it's so, coming up soon. England, you know? But I mean, at the same time, man, I'm looking forward to that Mexico lineup too, dude. Yeah, hey, hey, you know what? If SD Loyal goes far in the playoffs, man, like it would be really, we get crowned champions of USL just a couple of weeks later. This is going to be the World Cup, so it'll be a lot of footy action in San Diego. Uh, you know, even yeah. Wave too. Wave looks like they're going to be going to the playoffs too. So there's going to be a lot of San Diego uh, footy action going into a couple of weeks before the the World Cup. So it's a lot of things to uh to look, you know, to watch on TV in regards to uh soccer this year. So that's that's pretty yeah. awesome. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule right now, dude. It's just, uh, I'm liking, I'm liking our chances, dude. I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think USA really had a hard draw, especially with Wales. Um, you know, taking that last spot. You know, that I mean, they're 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 unpredictable, man. They're a wild card. Um, yeah, it's not gonna be uh, easy. It's not gonna be easy at all, man. But like I said, USA has yeah. a good squad. Um, so I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, Mexico's always, you know, looking good. Looking good. I mean, Argentina's always going to be a tough sell, but we can beat them. I mean, they're not unbeatable, especially to us, because we see them all the time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Poland. I mean, we could we could beat Poland too. I I definitely see it in for you, man. It's just uh, uh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting World Cup. Yeah, but all right. Well, uh, any any other uh, last comments? Uh, any other topics? No, nah, man. It's just uh, you know everybody. 
it's uh the weather's a little crazy you know everybody drives safe um i know we're not used to a lot of rain out here so <laughs> i mean it's yeah. like yeah, going from 100 and some degrees to like 75 and wet so it's like yeah we're gonna be very 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 tested this weekend but i mean just say stay safe man yeah so yeah, yeah again there's a lot of uh San Diego sports this weekend very big yeah. sports uh you know dodgers in town against the padres you know mm-hmm. ufc this weekend uh uh loyal's playing um you know so uh you know it's, it's gonna be a lot of activity the weather so it's scsu and everything so everyone be safe out there um stay dry and you know again we just mentioned if you're regional uh, county or north county east county uh south bay or central uh, there's somewhere for you to go to watch the the loyal match yep. so uh everyone be safe so, everybody be safe cool. right, man, we'll talk to you we'll talk to you next week after the uh yeah, after hopefully we can pick up that W at uh, San Antonio, but yeah. Exacto mundo. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for listening. All right, take care, guys. Have a great night.